0: What did you think about this conversation? I thought it was good. I I didn't know where it was gonna go. I know. Because we just be talking, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So, um, as you guys probably know by now, we usually start off every episode with just kind of like a recap um, so that you know what you're going into. But today we were talking about um, school selection yeah, for our girls. And um, today just happened to be a school decision day here in the D.C. area. And, you know, I was in my feelings a little bit just talking about you know, how I got to this place, how Emery got to this place mm-hmm. from me and from, you know, my mom being, you know, moving here in her twenties to my, my grandfather and, you know, his, his just whole journey with putting his kids through school from Haiti and yeah. just a lot of like family ancestral like connections. Mm-hmm. And it made me a little emotional. So it was, it was on my heart to talk about it today. And, um, Sharing with Shar, like, she's the reason why I'm here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, you know, I got to share a bit about the guilt and what I'm dealing with around, you know, knowing that I can implore change um, in a school, but... I may not be able to as actively if my child isn't, you know, in the county, in the school. So it was really good to talk through that. Thank you, strong friend. Of
0: course. Thank you, Um, strong friend. so if you are in, you know, the school selection process or just even thinking about what that means for you and your family and and what it means to be, you know, someone of color, honestly, through mm -hmm. this process, like, I'm sure there's so much more we could have, you know, talked about, but we just wanted to, to touch on that and kind of see where you guys are coming from with it. So if you're interested, continue to listen, let us know what you think. If you need any help, guidance, anything, please reach out to us, either one of us. Um, but yeah, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm so good. Hold on, let me move. I want to look at you when I talk to you. Ah, how are you? I'm amazing. Yeah? Yeah.
1: You want to tell me why?
0: Because my baby got into preschool. Eight. My baby's going to like school, school. Eight. I mean, she been in school, Eight. but it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different. And it's a great school. It is. It's such a good school. I can't. Uh, like, this is what I feel like. I don't know if I texted you or I texted somebody else. I'm like, this. this is what my ancestors wanted. This yeah. is what my my grandparents wanted in Haiti. You know what I mean? Like this is what Emory's grandma Kier's mom wanted. Yeah. So let's walk back then. Yeah. Let's walk back.
1: Well, first, hi. Oh, hey, hi, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> like we don't see each other. Ever. No, we actually don't because Kier does a lot of pickup. Yeah, I'm yeah. gone. So you're yeah. gone in the morning. Yeah. But I mean, I. We talk in some way every
0: day, and we had like a whole hour-long conversation before this, (laughs) so the hello is really for formalities for you guys, so hello,
1: and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day.
0: Um, We are in a cheerful and just happy mood because it is decision day for private schools in D.C., and about... You know, an hour ago, I found out that Emery got
1: into her
0: school.
1: Your first choice our, school. Our
0: first choice school. Yeah,
1: which is an amazing feeling. I mean, i am you know, I've been through that, so I know. Like, But, I mean, I can't wait for you to share, like, why this is so big yeah. for you. So come okay. home, girl.
0: I'll just I'll just get into it. So I will start from um my grandfather, who is my mother's father. He was um, a businessman, a non-traditional businessman in Haiti. So his background, um, he didn't have much of an ed- education. I think he stopped school sometime in elementary school, like third, fourth or fifth grade, something crazy like that. And um, he ended up having a lot of kids. My grandfather had, at least from what we know, it's like 19, 18, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of kids, Um, but, you know, grew up with not a lot of money, you know, had to figure out a way to not only take care of these kids, but to give them an opportunity to excel in some way. So one of the interesting things that my grandfather did was he was very good with money and he was a people person. And at the time in Haiti, people didn't really trust banks. And you know, it was just, I mean, people still don't trust banks, Mm -hmm. but just a little bit of a shady, you know, situation. He gained the trust of a lot of amazing businessmen in Haiti. And in return for helping them, um, they pretty much sponsored my, uh, my mom and her brothers and sisters education. So they ended up going to the best schools in Haiti because my grandfather was well-connected. And that's like that his, his thing was like, he just wanted his kids to have a good education because he couldn't leave them anything, but you know, opportunity, like that's it. He didn't have the money. There's a lot of kids first of all, you know? So I just, I know that what my grandfather did really, um, was important to my mother um, and both my parents, honestly, because they were really big on education for me too. Um, and it's funny because when I was talking to care about it, you know, we kind of got emotional because we were thinking about, you know, our family members who have passed on who um, I really believe played a part in all of, all of these things happening, especially for Emory, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. especially with Kier and his mom, like, I I didn't have the opportunity to ever meet her, but I've heard countless stories about her, and she was just big on education and opportunities, and she really pushed Kier, you know, as much as she could, given what she had. So I know that, like... Even with the school that Emory got into, one of the first things that I said to Kira was like if your mom was alive, I think this was the school. This is the school that Emory that she would want Emory to go to. This is the one that feels like the stories I hear about your mom. Mm-hmm. It was such an emotional moment. Yeah. It was yeah. such a proud parent moment and like oh, I know I just rushed through that that story, but No, you didn't. It just it's it means real. so much. Yeah. It means yeah. so much and like Being able to give my daughter that opportunity to to basically have her do whatever she wants to Mm -hmm. do like Mm -hmm. that. That's what this is about. And like, that's that's something that I wish I had. Like I had the benefit of going to a really good college, but it was a struggle. Yeah, it was a struggle. Like I, I did not have the best experience. I don't know if you know when it's like you're not you're from a not so great area but you're like the top of the class yeah and then you go to a school where everybody's smart you're like oh shit
1: maybe i'm not that smart maybe i'm not that smart
0: Mm -hmm. like Mm because i grew up my whole life thinking i was exceptional and i i believe that i am you know but i just i thought i grew up thinking that academically i was challenged until i went to college and realized that like not everybody Mm -hmm. everybody was top of their class here yeah yeah so like what do you you need to do more yeah and I really struggled I did not do well Mm -hmm. my first year of college I did horribly almost failed out
1: yeah a lot of (laughs) us can share that sentiment
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I I know way too many people yeah yeah can agree with that. it's such an adjustment but now that you know we're we're giving these girls this opportunity, like at a younger age,
1: yeah, oh, it's really about man. exposure, exposure, and everything. opening the world up even further for them because yeah. they're going to go far regardless. Yeah. Um, so I went through that process too for Queenie. I, I remember <laughs> the school that I had my mind set on for Queenie. I reached out to them. When Queenie was about 18 months, and I still have the email, and they were like, We love that you're so excited. She actually needs to be three. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I had my eye on this school for a really long time. Um, but I have to be honest, there is, there still is. So she's been there, um, wow, a year. I mean, through the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, our girls are virtual with school. Yeah. Um, but, um, there was a bit of guilt, and there still is, because we live in the wealthiest Black county yeah. in the U.S., and our school system is struggling mm-hmm. and has been for years. I'm a product of this school system, and I, I've actually done really well. Like, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guilt comes from knowing that, as a parent, I can influence a school. Mm-hmm. In this county, Mm -hmm. I can bring resources, you know, I can make an impact. And, and a school is nothing without the parent teacher association. And if we all choose to pull our babies out of this school, out of this school system, what about those families that don't have the option? And so that's and and so I still deal with that, which is why I do so much still in this county yeah. to support to bring stem programs to force the organizations that are moving and and building their headquarters here to give back to these communities financial mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and so that's why I'm really big on that um and in that though the other the up uh, the other part of that is. Why I'm so intentional about educating black families about the importance of just exploring the opportunity Mm -hmm. of private school, sharing that financial aid is available Mm -hmm. and what that can look like for you. Um, Because what I think happens is because there are a lot of black families that send their children. To these schools, mm-hmm. but we don't share the info. Yeah, we don't. And if you don't know, you just assume like, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want an opportunity? They might decide, but who wouldn't want an opportunity to give their child a better education? Yeah. And I know better is relative, so whatever. Exactly, yeah. But I think, you know, we hoard the info. And so... I think it's really important to share like financial aid is available and I don't care about how middle class you are, middle mm-hmm, upper, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know. I mean, these schools take this on a case by case basis. So you don't know what you're going to be mm-hmm. offered and they implore you to apply. Yeah. Um. And, and you don't know what God is going to do. No, you should sure Um. Yeah. And, and how he's going to show up in your situation. And I'll also say that because I've been through the entire process of seeking a school and, and finding the one that feels like home for me. Like, even though I had my mind set on that school, I interviewed with many mm-hmm. to figure out what was best mm-hmm. for Queenie. Um, but they, you know, with so because I've been through the process, um, even the the financial aid process... You know, you're, you can share as much as you want about your financial yeah. situation, um, your travel, you know, your lifestyle. Um, and so I just feel like we have to do more around sharing with our people about what these opportunities can look like, what this yeah. access looks like.
0: Why do you think that's the case? I'll, I'll I'll just put this out here. Like I I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about private schools, DC private schools until I talked to you, until I talked to other parents. It wasn't something that I ever even considered. I didn't even look up the tuition cuz I was like I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. Like why even put myself you know, in that situation and, you know, the more that I'm like, okay, let me focus on the school. Let me focus on what the school offers. What are the programs that they offer? You know, is this a good fit for my family? And it's like, like you said, exploring. If you never told me to do that, I wouldn't have never done it. I remember the conversation. Yeah. And I was just like, what you mean? (laughs) Even when you told me like, oh yeah, Queenie is going to the school. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like where, what? (laughs) And I think like, I agree with you we don't share but I I don't know why I can't say that I don't share because I didn't know right you know right. what right. I mean right. but right. it's like why do you think there's this hesitation to communicate about those things
1: I think it's a cultural thing like we don't really talk about finances so I share my salary with girls Mm -hmm. with women I want you to know that if we're doing similar lines of work this is what I'm making Mm -hmm. this is what you should make if not more like I talk about money I don't care let's talk about it I know like with the you know financial aid stuff with schools like that's on a case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of it is like just cultural norms for us. Like we don't really, it's taboo to talk about money. It's taboo to talk about credit. I Mm -hmm. talk about all of that. We have to, you know, I'm getting in the business.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Shara's the plug. She, she, she got, she got me together. She got, she got me. I had, I had the things. I just didn't have the tools to put it together. And I think you didn't even give me the tools. You're like, this is where you can buy this and I will help you. But I want you to learn how to do it. I want you to process it. But I'm going to be here with you. And I think that that might actually be the disconnect. I think that there is this there is this fear that. If I help you, it's taking away from Mm -hmm. me in some way. Mm -hmm. Like, if I help you get into a spot, are you going to take my child's spot? When it's like, no, there's room for all of us. There really is. There really is. But I I think historically we've been fed the narrative that there isn't. Yeah, that like e- even the whole talented tenth mentality. It's so, like it's these people mm-hmm. that have to that that are going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody else kind of gotta figure it out. Um, of course it's more to that. Yeah, than, than yeah, that. But that is the. F- I think that's a fear. I think and, yeah. and I think it's a valid fear because who's to say it's wrong? But what examples do we have? Yeah, that are loud enough. You know, for us to understand that that's no longer the mm-hmm. case, or if it ever was the case. Mm-hmm. That's scary.
1: It is. It is. I do want to share um, in, in regard to the school, because, you know, I'm really big on, like, families just exploring all opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, the Black Student yeah. Fund, they host this, um, like, fair, I think, twice a year where they invite a lot of the private schools around the area to um, kind of set up shop and yep. you can visit and you attended. Yeah, because you told me about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew nothing about. I mean, I feel like I might have vaguely heard about it, but in those situations, you always think like, well, like that's not for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of those families. You, I think we tend to think that the elite of the elite, you know what I mean? Yeah. Know this information. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I attended. Um, there were, there actually weren't Um, A lot of attendees. I I don't think a lot of people know about it. So it was a joint. It was a joint program with the Black Student Fund and the Latino Student Fund. Okay. so it was great. There were it was virtual, of course. So they had, um, you know, just people kind of talk generally about what the what the fund does and how it helps um, black and brown families. And then every school kind of had like a shop. We mm-hmm. can go in, do a virtual tour, talk to someone, ask questions, um, get information about the school, financial aid, like programs, everything. And, um, I think the fact that it was virtual was actually really helpful because you didn't know who was talking to who. You know what yeah. I mean? It was very personalized. And I spent a lot of time on that virtual platform. I looked at every single school that offered any kind of pre-k mm-hmm. looked at what kind of school they were, whether, you know, they were more traditional, whether they more progressive. Um, But that was the that was the easiest way for me to find out a lot of information in a short amount of time, and then once I did that, I had my like three or four schools picked out, researched those a little bit further, and then I narrowed it down to two. Perfect.
1: Mm -hmm. I would say, like, so we talked about like the financial barrier. So there's the Black Student Fund, who actually they actually offer scholarships. Um, For those Mm -hmm. in need. But then, of course, the school have, you know, typically they have their own endowment funds or fundraising. Mm So talked about that barrier. I know that for those living, depending on where someone lives, um, transportation might be an issue, traffic. But a lot of the schools actually um, bus. Yeah. Right? to our account, we're in Prince George's County. Um, So they they provide buses um, back and forth. I know that... You
0: probably see them on the road. Exactly. A lot of the buses are out of that Target right there. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Um, And then some parents pool together and do car services. So that's the other barrier. The other is... You know, I've I've heard in conversations like, you know, and I think it's it's a valid concern. Like once your child gets in, can they excel? I, for me, I knew it was something that I wanted for Queenie. So that's why I started earlier. Mm-hmm. It's it's easier to why get in. Why
0: did you want that? Like, how did you know you wanted? That? Well, <laughs> so let's backtrack. Yeah. How different is. um what Queenie going through Mm -hmm. in Mm pre-K, you know, like pre-school in general, how different is that from what you experienced as a child? So
1: I went to Turner's daycare on Minnesota Avenue (laughs) in Southeast, um, and I loved it, right? I don't know if it was great or not, but it Mm -hmm. was awesome. I was fed. I wasn't abused. It was Mm -hmm, fine. Back mm -hmm. then, that's all parents were concerned about. You were fed, you weren't abused, you knew your ABCs when Mm -hmm. you finished. Mm -hmm. And Miss Turner was amazing, and, and she had the best corned beef hash ever. Okay. Um... But yeah, so that was that was my, you know, intro to sorry. <laughs> it's okay. My, um that was my intro to early childhood education, I guess, mm-hmm. daycare. And then um I was in the projects for a while living with my grandmother. And so I went to and that that was in North Carolina. I went to Aiden Elementary School. Um a lot of black children, a lot of white teachers. I thought I was smart. Ooh. I was like the cream of the crop. Yeah. Okay. I can relate. Um, couldn't, couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> um, and then I moved up here to back up here with my mom. So D.C. with my mom and then North Carolina with my grandmother and then back up here with my mom. Um, and I went to Merritt in Northeast. I went to Sousa in Southeast. Um, Merritt was actually a really good school. It was a charter school. Um, and, um, I I think I excelled there. Like the teachers really cared. The principal was really passionate. Same with Sousa. And then we moved to PG County. Um, I started off at Benjamin started middle middle school. Um, and I, kind of think things started to Go downhill mm-hmm. from there. Said middle school? Yeah. Middle school's
0: tough everywhere, though. Yeah. Middle school's yeah, okay. tough. And you're, you're a a I I used to be, educator. yeah, background. Yeah, so I used know. to teach babies all the way up to high school. Middle school is the toughest time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For, for teachers, parents, for, and yeah. the kids
1: alike. I know about the kids. I have a mentoring program that age. Yeah. Mm. But so then I went to high school, and I knew in high school that I wasn't receiving what some of my friends were that attended different high schools mm-hmm. in PG County. Mm-hmm. And so by 10th grade, I realized, I mean, I, at that point it was too late, like private mm-hmm. school was not an option, but I knew that I wasn't getting all that I could have gotten if Had I gone elsewhere, mm-hmm. even to like nut like to an Oxen Hill middle school, you know, yeah. just another school, but I was in AP classes. Um And so I was excelling, mm-hmm but and i passed my you know i did well on my ap exams as well but i knew that um you know i wasn't getting the best education
0: can i ask you a question mm-hmm. how did you know
1: compare well how did you know then so i had a cousin mm. who attended a really <laughs> you had a good direct school comparison. yeah i had a direct comparison Got it. um you know, just I felt like she was much more articulate at the time. Her friends were quite different from mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hung with a really good group of girls mm-hmm. um, but our our crews were just very different yeah. um, so I could just tell I mean, we spent a lot of time together on weekends, um but I think that that also Pushed me to continue to want more. Mm-hmm. You know, I only had my best friend Andre and I were the only ones in the crew in those AP classes. Yeah. Um. So we pushed each other, but she was kind of like my positive peer pressure or competition. Mm-hmm. So I made sure that even before I got into the AP classes, I was advocating for the best teacher. Mm-hmm. I was asking like, "Oh no, I need Miss Hennett. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not my English teacher. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. what we're doing. You know? Because I knew, um." And so, I don't know where I was going. Oh, right. We were talking about barriers? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, how, like, the difference and how we kind of oh, got yes. to this point. Yes, mm-hmm. So,
1: the other barrier, though, is, like, once your child gets into this school, um, and again, that's why I wanted her in early, um, is, you know, can they maintain the level of excellence expected? Yes. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned, because I do have some other friends whose Mm -hmm. children are much older than Queenie, and parents pull together and provide tutoring. The school provides Mm -hmm. those things. Like, they want you to do well. I think they understand, unlike much of America the importance of equity. Yeah. Not just diversity and mm-hmm. inclusion, but equity, like recognizing those barriers and actually actively working within the school with the black parents, the Latina parents, whomever, to fix it, to close the gap. Mm-hmm. And so they offer additional programs. Yep. Um, and parents get together on their own, they put their money mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Like so all the barriers that we that we can throw out there to keep us from exploring these opportunities for our children. I feel, I I hope I've, I've dispelled the, no, those, those would be myths. I hope that I've shared enough, right. To make people at least explore the opportunity Mm -hmm. um, because the barriers really don't have to exist.
0: You really have. Like you, you really have. And I'm, I'm just reflecting on your whole. I'm still stuck on like you just knew in high school, like you knew that this isn't what you wanted. I just feel like you're the type of person. You just be knowing because <laughs> I feel like I went through the same situation. I did not know mm-hmm. that I wasn't receiving an amazing education until I stepped foot on my college campus. It was the first class. And I'm like, okay, I'm confused. Nobody else looks confused. And I think it was a calculus class. I was in AP classes. I was in AP Calc. I got an A in AP Calc. And then I stepped foot into this business Calc class. I was supposed to be a business major, go to the uh, Goizetta Business School. And like that was just my dream. And I sat in that class. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Like Mm -hmm. It was as if they were speaking a completely different language. I'm Mm -hmm. like, how do I not know this? Mm -hmm. I've been an honor student my whole life. Wow. I've been at least top three my entire life, never got less than I can probably count the number of B's that I got in mm-hmm, my life. Like mm-hmm. it, I was that super confident, super determined, like I know I'm smart kid until I got there. And I'm like, I am not prepared for this. And it wasn't until then that I realized like my high school did not prepare me for anything. I'm I'm glad that I got in. Yeah. But it took I worked hard for every grade that I... I worked the hardest I've ever worked in my life. And mm-hmm. I was so disappointed because I'm like, I've, it's not that someone couldn't prepare me. I literally didn't have the resources. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel less than. I just felt like, well, what were y'all doing? Exactly. <laughs> what were y'all doing? And um, that's the key thing that I look at. Even, you know, when, e, when we were looking for daycares mm-hmm. and stuff with E, like... Ricker isn't really like the thing, but it's like what what opportunities and resources are you offering the families? My baby, like exactly. what can she get? Mm-hmm. Like not, I know you're you're taking care of her, and I know that she's learning, and I think a lot of that also has to do with me and care being previous educators. Yes, We've been in the classroom. I know what it's like staying up all night, like grading papers, creating curriculum, trying to like differentiate the 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 planning to make sure that your kids get what they need, and I know that without support as a former teacher it's very hard to put your all into the classroom. Yeah. You do what you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm giving you something from an almost empty pot, it's not much you're going to get exactly. from me. You know? So it's just like when you were talking about before I I understand the guilt, but I also know what it's like to be a teacher in an underfunded, under-resourced school that with you're not really supporting. Yeah. With a whole bunch. I had 32 kids in my 3rd grade class. Wow. 32 kids. Yeah. Just one teacher. I did not have a partner teacher. I did not have an assistant. It was just yeah. me. Wow. And I think I did a great job, but I know I wasn't I wasn't pouring from a full cup. You're
1: human. Like how can you possibly?
0: It just it was it was honestly the worst situation in my life. Like that that's the part of teaching that I Teaching and just education is just so important to me. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that's when I got the wind knocked out of me. That's when I was just like, wow, I can't do it. Yeah. It's not the teacher's fault. It's not like it's education is so tricky in that way. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like there's so many factors. But as a parent, there's only so much you can control and you can control the access. You can control, you know, the schools that you send your kids to to provide them with those opportunities. Mm -hmm. But like you can't be in a classroom with them. Exactly. Like you.
1: Wow.
0: so don't feel guilty. There's too many. There are too many factors, man. Yeah. You're doing your best. Thank you. You're doing friend. your best, and it, the good thing is that your best is better than what you receive. That's the plan.
1: That's the plan the is plan, for man. our babies to yeah. have
0: better than what we had. You yeah. know what I mean. And the opportunities that we're giving them
1: at three. Who knows? They may not even be at these schools forever.
0: They might wait. And I'm committed
1: there. to that. So am I. It, whatever is best for you. Absolutely. Right now. she and, and that's the other important piece is like when you're interviewing, interviewing, um, look at schools that really nurture the whole child. Yeah. Like not those that are just solely focused on academics mm-hmm. uh, or solely focused on STEM. You know, look at those that really nurture the whole child, especially when they're so young. Yeah. Um, so right now this school works for Queenie, but if she's you know, third grade or second or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and suppose she has, you know, learning challenges mm-hmm. and they're not nurturing that we might need to switch or yeah. she decides she wants to be a singer and she's mm-hmm. really good. Well, maybe I need to look at Duke Ellington yeah. or something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And I am open to that,
0: yeah. like
1: wholeheartedly, just whatever is best for her. She didn't ask to be here. She did not. So if I she wasn't going to commit to doing the best that I can by mm-hmm. her, I should have made a different decision.
0: Yeah. I, I agree 110%. I have nothing to add.
1: And I will say, though, my best looks different depending on the day. Yeah, that's true. And I'm okay with that,
0: too. Okay. And at different points in your life. <laughs> yeah, You know, at different yes. points of your life. I actually had a conversation with my mom coming here because I've, y'all, I've been crying all day.
1: I'm just so... I just saw your text that you, when you said, like, you're literally in tears. I'm yeah,
0: like, I'm bawling. Like, I was crying, and I think... It wasn't it. It wasn't the guilt that you explained. Mm-hmm. I think it was just um, I'm new here. Like I'm not a DC, Maryland, or anything close native, you know. And I'm also a first gen American, so like I was the trial. I am the first person. I'm the first generation. I'm the first person in my family to go to American schools.
1: I'm the first everything.
0: Yeah, like college. I mean, yeah. Same, yeah. same. My parents didn't go to college mm-hmm. either, and it's like I. Like just being Haitian American, like Haitians don't have the stereotype. We, we're not the stereotypical like, like you know when you think of like other cultures, like oh they came here and they take all the jobs and they mm-hmm. do all the stem stem stuff. Like Haitians, that's not the stereotype, and that's definitely not the case in my in my family specifically. Yeah. So I don't have a cousin that went to a private school to compare. I don't have a cousin that went to an Ivy League Mm -hmm. to tell me what that was like. Mm -hmm. It was literally like no, Amy, you got this opportunity, so you gotta go and let us know what it's about.
1: Yeah, and you know, it like because we can't even exactly, support you, even
0: as a lawyer. I don't. I did not know any lawyers before I went to law school. I have never walked into. I don't. I have never walked into a law firm. I have never talked to somebody who who mm-hmm. graduated from law school until I applied. Um, and, but I met her when I was teaching. She actually left law to teach. So, like, I, I've i been walking into a lot of these situations blindly, and I think for the first time, like, this is something that I did intentionally. This is something that I did the research. I, I talked to other parents at, at these schools, and I'm just like, wow. So this is what that looks like. Mm-hmm. This is why I had to go through what I went through so that I can, you know, set up this opportunity for Emory, but also talk to other parents and talk to other moms specifically who are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, sis, I didn't know. I'm like, well, I didn't know. Last year, either, but now I do. So let me tell you exactly. And I love that that I'm able to do that. Yep, I'm so proud. Thank you, thank you.
1: What I do? Just being a (laughs) being my strong
0: friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. Mm. I love her, y'all. I love her back. You're my friend tour. Somebody said that. Oh, Maddie James online. She was just saying, um, she was explaining what a friend tour is. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody that's a friend, you're a peer, but y'all mentor each other.
1: Oh, like, I love That is us. That is us.
0: Maddie, you need to, um, you need to trademark that. <laughs>
1: yes. Because
0: I'm going to take it. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. It's, yeah. It's I don't know. Hopefully you guys took something from this conversation. We're just we're just we're just in a mood and we're just super excited to to share this wealth of information. Again, if you are interested, what is it? Black student fund, Latino student fund.
1: um, And then just or you can Google private schools in the area and and develop your own little, um, school tour. Right. And reach out to us. Yes. Reach out to us.
0: We'll, we'll connect you to other families that we know that are at the schools or possibly going through the same process as you are. I actually said something about this when we were applying on, um, Instagram and I got so much support from other parents in the DMV area that were also going through the application process. And it was so helpful. Like, honestly, I think we're in a spirit of helping each other and especially yeah. with women. We're in a spirit of supporting each other. Absolutely. And I promise you, I promise you there are so many like social media outlets out there. Reach out. Yep. Some, somebody is going to respond. Yep. I will. So will I reach <laughs> out to us for sure. But, um, our babysitter is leaving in one minute. Yep. So, <laughs> so that's
1: a wrap. Yeah. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>